Material on this program is intended for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. None of the information contained in this broadcast is intended by the host to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Endorsed Local Provider is an endorsement of customer service only and does not reflect quality of investment decisions and is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor, securities sold through Independent Financial Group, LLC, member of FINRA and SIPC. Welcome to Money MD. The money doctors are in the house. This will help to make you smart decisions with your money. We give common sense solutions to your complex problems. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner and investment advisor with around 20 years' experience in providing financial planning and investment advice. And I'm John Travis. I'm a Dave Ramsey preferred local provider. I also have an MBA in finance and I've been helping corporations and individuals with planning for over 20 years. I'm Gordon Leppard, uh, advisor with Richard Young Associates, and glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, great. And we also have a special, special guest. guest here this morning. My lovely wife, Kathy Marbert, is here to share some tips about shopping with us. Um, she particularly is an expert at shopping at Walmart. She's she a is, professional shopper. She is the Walmart guru. I, I'd late race her level of guru. Wow, yeah. it's so, honor here. So you'll want to, yeah, you'll want to stay tuned for this. She has some awesome tips for shopping at Walmart and uh, just shopping in general. And so that's and that's one of the first things we're going to cover here. But before we get into that, um, yeah, check us out on our website moneymd.net, and we'd love for you to email us our questions d.net. Also, all of our podcasts are available um, right there on the uh, off the website. website. Yep. So you can podcast us, download us, listen to us anytime you want. Um, and then, uh, so we're going to start off here, though, talking a little bit about football. I mean, this is the big football. Today this is it. Is it. Matter just of fact, a, in a couple hours. Just a couple hours. Yeah, we got the big game. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia, Georgia playing. Tech. That's Clemson. A good, that's a good game. Good old-fashioned hate week. But Clemson, yeah. Boy, and I'm making no predictions about this game. because I'm, I'm saying the SEC is going to run the table today. Well, hey, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, you, 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 y'all beat me down. Over the past five years, you have just purely beaten me down. Actually, but, I think Clemson has a good shot at winning. I really do. I mean, they, their defense is fantastic. Well, I, I don't it, even know if our quarterback's going to be back. Is yeah. he? Well, it's according to how Stout does. You know, he, the quarterback that you guys are using, I think he's going to have a big game. Yeah. I think he'll have at least three or four touchdowns so we don't to Carolina. Have, we don't have Deshaun Watson back? I, it's It's questionable. Oh I mean, wow! It's still, you guys missed well, that. I think Dabo is keeping it a secret. All right. Well, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm afraid if Deshaun in there, I have very little faith. But anyway, it will be a great game. It always is. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, after the first quarter, that determines whether I'll watch the rest of the game. That's right. <laughs> we may not be talking football next week either. Depends uh, on the outcome. We'll of it, probably right? won't. <laughs> One of us is not going to want to talk football <laughs> next week, so we probably won't talk. So enough said about football. Um, you know, we have an awesome show lineup for the day. Uh, we're going to uh, start off talking about tips for saving huge on groceries. Yeah, this um, is a good good topic. It really is. You know, we did our infamous uh, uh, survey here a couple mm-hmm. years ago about grocery stores in the area, so we're going to rehash that a little bit more and, and share with you which grocery stores are really the cheapest in the area. And then Kathy's going to chime in with some incredible tips on shopping she's like i said got shopping at walmart down to a science and uh just shopping in general and then we're going to talk about you know you can save big on shopping because that's a 
It's a, it's a very big, line item, big line item in the budget. No doubt. It is. And then we're going to follow that up with a, an article from uh, Dave Ramsey talking about holiday traditions. I don't know about you guys. We can talk about that when we get into the segment. But we have certain traditions that we do. Most of them we do on the cheap. I mean, they're they're pretty inexpensive. But there's some traditions out there that are very expensive. So we're going to share some ways that you can maybe save some money associated with that. Then we're going to take a look at the hidden fees of holiday dinners. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about fees, and we show our clients all the time about the fees associated with certain investments. So uh, we're going to examine this holiday dinner investment a little more closely and look at some of the fees associated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's easy to overlook. It can be really expensive, no doubt. Okay, we're going to start off here, though, with the financial fact of the week. Yeah, we have good news here. We're always about good news on this show, right? Yeah, I like this news. <laughs> this is news. I mean, we talk to people often about when you when you do planning and so forth re- for retirement, people are living longer. Um, so you got to plan for retirement maybe 20 years, maybe 30 years. Right. And this fa- financial fact kind of backs that up. This is from the Society of Actuaries. That sounds exciting. <laughs> wow. Exciting Society group. of Actuaries. Is that a group that you attend? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. It's not. But they love numbers, and they're good at them, too. And, right. and the stat is, in the year 2000, the uh, an average 65-year-old had a life expectancy about 20 years and so 14 years later, that's increased by two years. That's hard to believe. And just In just 14 years, increased by two years? And women are a little bit better. Two and a half years, um, women have longer life expectancies. But, you know, if you look back, you know, 30 years ago, the life expectancies probably increased five to seven years. So people are living longer. I have a grandmother who's 99 years old. I mean, she... Yeah. It's amazing what, what you know, technology is doing in the medical field. Still, I can't grasp... Two-year increase in just 14 years. It's it almost tremendous. doesn't seem reasonable, it's, unless there was some major breakthrough, and they haven't cured cancer, but I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, you know, somehow treating Alzheimer's. or I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just I, 14 years. Me. You think about 14 years in the world of technology is, like, you know, enormous. Yeah. I mean, so things are rapidly changing. We see that in energy. Um, but technology is driving a lot of markets out there. Wow. Give it another 25 years, we may be, you know, the average yeah, maybe like a hundred, maybe living like the Jetsons, floating around on those little hovercrafts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great financial fact of the week, and yeah. it really does highlight the need for planning it for does. retirement, yep. right? Because I mean, you really have to plan on living a long time in retirement for the average person. Once you hit that sixty-five, you know, age, uh, you get a long life expectancy. Still, That's right, twenty plus years, so, and it's increasing. All right, great financial fact of the week. That leads up here to our first topic, and that is how to save huge on groceries. Um, you know, groceries are one of those things that just seem to get more expensive every single year, despite the fact that the Fed claims there's almost zero inflation. I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but then you go to the grocery store, and not that I go to the grocery store much, but I'm told this. You go to the grocery store, and... Does he ever go to the grocery store, Kathy? Kathy? Never. Huh? Never. 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 Okay. Okay. Well, Kathy tells me when you go to the grocery store that milk is almost as much as gasoline. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is In crazy. some cases, more, it's more. more. More than gasoline. Right, right now, right. That's crazy. Well, they need to just figure out how to just run cars on milk then, I yeah. think. That'll be cheaper than... Yeah, so... Anyway, but, yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe. You don't have to look hard to, to find something that has doubled in price in just the last few years. Um, and I don't know what's more infuriating, you know, paying $4 a gallon for gasoline or milk. But whatever it is, it, it's certainly, it won't be long before we look at the good old days when it was only $4. Yeah, that's right. I that's mean, right. it's going to get really it's called, expensive. It's called inflation, 
right? Unfortunately, yeah. and it seems to hit groceries really, really hard. Absolutely, and you know the fact is that groceries are one of the largest expenses for for any family. I mean, it typically costs uh, between two hundred and fifty dollars to three hundred fifty per per person for food in a household, and that's not including eating out. So you're talking about over a thousand dollars for a family of four, and it could be even higher than that. It could be up to 1400 So, uh, unfortunately, most people we talk to have no idea what they're spending on groceries. They don't track it. And so they don't – I asked someone uh, yesterday how much they're spending, and they said about $700 uh, associated with it. So, anyway, it's a it's a big expense. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there there are lots of ways, too, to trim that cost down substantially. So we're going to cover some of the top tips right here um, this morning because – you know, as we head through the holiday season, it may be your biggest expense in the budget. And fortunately, there is a lot of room to improve that. So first and foremost, most on our tips here is shop at the right stores. Um, you know, make sure that you're shopping at a reasonably priced grocery store. We did our infamous survey mm-hmm. here a couple years ago about a dozen common items at five popular grocery stores right here in our area. And we were amazed how widely the prices varied. Um, in fact, I mean, it, you know, not to pick on anyone's store, but Aldi's turned out was 32% cheaper than mm-hmm. Publix in our comparison. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, that, that is a huge savings. I mean, that's potentially $400 per month for a family of four uh, for buying the same exact items just at a different store, you know. So taking the time to price uh, match, price compare, you know, um, course Aldi doesn't carry everything but uh, Walmart was the next lowest um, at 21% off if you use some coupons so that's big savings Publix and Kroger uh, they were all you know pretty good bit and more. you said we did the shopping that was like yeah. kathy and tammy well you so know just, uh, we in a collector's group <laughs> here you know you're right he gets kathy, credit, he gets he credit. Gets okay credit, yeah. Right. yeah kathy and tammy did it no doubt <clears throat> did a great job too and it was just i was just amazed how big the difference was and you know, speaking of Kathy, I mean, she is our, our shopping expert, particularly when it comes to shopping at Walmart. And what we found was, you know, overall, if you look at everything you can buy, which you can get just about pretty much anything at Walmart, just Walmart about. really was the place to do your core shopping. And then Aldi's was the cheapest store. Mm-hmm. So if you can get things at Aldi's, more power to you. Um, but they didn't have everything. So, and, and Kathy seriously has got shopping at Walmart down to a science. I mean, so let's you, hear it. I'm, it's pretty amazing. So she's going to share with you a little bit about how she does that. I am so glad I'm so good at something. <laughs> that's, that's my uh, my thing. Oh, you're good at a lot of things, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know there are a lot of people who won't even set foot in a Walmart. I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, no, I will not go into Walmart. But really, you just you have to go in with a game plan. Uh, so my first piece of advice is don't go during a peak time. They're open 24-7, so pick a time that works for you, but it isn't crowded. Um, I usually go on a Monday or a Friday morning around 10 o'clock. Mm. Uh, it's not too bad. So then. Saturday morning at, say, 10 o'clock probably wouldn't be a good probably time. Pretty bad not. idea. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it's raining, that's helpful. There's some things that you can look into. Is the selection better at that time? Is that when they stock the shelves? Actually, if you go really early, if you go too early, the aisles are full of pallets and people, okay, right. and you can't oh, just wow. get maneuver around that. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah. three in the morning's out. They're like restocking. Or something. True, true. <laughs> and they only have an express lane open. So if you've got a big cart of groceries, it's oh, bad. Wow. Okay. Well, great. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to continue this. I mean, this is going to be good. Trust me. So uh, stick around uh, after we get back from the break. But if you have questions, you can email us at info at moneymd.net. 
Welcome back to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner. I'm here with John Travis, who is a Dave Ramsey preferred local provider, and Gordon Leppard, who is a provider uh, advisor at Richard Young Associates. And also my lovely wife, Kathy, is here with us uh, this morning. Um, we're excited to have her here with us, with us, and we're continuing our discussion here before the break about how to save huge on groceries. Um, you know, I mean, this is an important topic, guys. I mean, people overlook the fact that this is likely, could be their largest expense in their entire budget. Mm-hmm. Even more than the mortgage. Even more than the mortgage. And, you know, hopefully you don't have a mortgage. But either way, I mean, this is a huge expense. And if you can save 30% here, which is possible... Uh, that's unbelievable. Can I mean, you can save four hundred dollars a month. Can have more vacations. Yeah, it can literally add up to hundreds of dollars a month, and and it's something that you actually can trim. Whereas the mortgage, you know, yeah, you can pay more on it, but yeah, uh, it's, and the, you know, and the great thing here is you can save money. You really don't have to give anything up. You just have to change where you shop, how you shop, and you know, use apply some of these tips because. You know, if you're just going to to Publix and you're just buying, you know, going in there randomly, picking things off the shelf, um, guess what? I mean, you're probably paying 30% more than you have to for the same items. So, and Kathy's here. She's got some great ideas here about how to do this right. And, you know, we we mentioned our first point was that you need to make sure you're shopping at the right store. You know, if you're shopping at the wrong store, you're probably paying a lot extra that you don't need to for your groceries. And so, uh, you know, Aldi's, and our, our survey we did here recently, Aldi's and Walmart were the two cheapest stores. Of course, Aldi's doesn't have everything that you might need. Mm-hmm. Walmart typically does. And uh, Kathy was going through some points here about how to how to save at Walmart. And the first point was don't go during peak times. Right, right. Well, my next tidbit of Walmart wisdom <laughs> is you need to shop with a list. And then only buy the items that are on that list. Uh, so when our kids were really small, it was really crazy shopping in Walmart. They were everywhere. So I actually created a Walmart shopping list. I know it's kind of nerdy on my computer that was based on items that I regularly bought. And I made the list aisle by aisle. So um, over the years now, I've modified that list. And each week I print it out and I circle the items that I need. Uh, the other day, I noticed that they had rearranged the store. So <laughs> dun, I, dun, dun. it was great. Technology's great, though. This time, I got to take pictures with my cell phone and then um, took pictures of all the different aisles. And then I went home and fixed my list. So um, that was really great. Yeah, you know, and if you want a copy of that list, we'll be happy to email it to you. Just shoot us a, a, a line at info at moneymd.net, and we'll get that list out to you. Yeah, That's a great place to start I like that That'd be it's good. a great way to plan yeah it's listed yeah. by aisles i mean it's very well organized she just circles the things on there and she, she goes and she goes right down the list by aisle that I may mean, be a new business you know it's pretty incredible Publix, one for app. kroger i see an yeah. app ah. I, see I had an never app. even seen that before until she made it up i mean it was yeah very cool mm, pretty neat. yeah it was out of desperation there's got to be an app it, for that it was great just don't judge me for the items on my list if you get that list <laughs> so um a couple more things uh check the store sale ads each week from the different stores in the area because Walmart will honor their competitors' prices if you bring in the ads. So I always look, for example, for good prices on Diet Coke because we're addicted at the household and it can be expensive. But then recently I just discovered uh, the Walmart app and you can go on the app store with your phone and it is the coolest thing. You can take your store receipt and scan it with your phone and then the app will compare sale prices with other store sale ads in the areas. Um, in my case, it's usually like 51 stores, it shows. 
And so if Walmart's prices aren't lower than those ads, they'll give you the difference on a gift card. That That's pretty amazing. So basically all you have to do is take a picture of your receipt. And scan it. Or anybody's yep. receipt. I think Sarah in the office was telling us that she just, they go around and just like pick up receipts in the parking lot and take pictures of them. Yeah, our kids collect <laughs> I mean, receipts. It's hilarious. It's like picking up, you know, cans off the side of the road, except there's a lot more. I mean, you know, you might get, you know, five bucks back. So you scan your Walmart receipt. Right. It has a little barcode down on the bottom. Right. In this app. And then right. it shows you the difference and you take that up and you get a... Gift card? Well, it, it collects it on your app, and when you're ready, it'll take that total and give you a gift card, which I wow. haven't I haven't done yet. This is new for me, but I have huh. seven dollars and nineteen cents on my. I like it. Yeah, that, that's, that's a new pretty, golf ball. That's pretty amazing. You know? so, yeah, I mean, Josh, it's just like for nothing, just taking a picture of a receipt. Of course, our son Josh came home yesterday and told me that he was doing the same thing. He's oh, always up funny. on technology. Yeah, so. there you go, like mother, like son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Plus, it, it also saves your receipts for you so that if you needed to return anything, you have a record of all your purchases. There you go. So, anyway, that was my last tip for braving Walmart. Um, you know, my friends always make jokes about YouTube videos and Internet pictures. I mean, I, you've probably seen yeah. the people of Walmart. They uh, <laughs> show some rather interesting and diverse people. But I choose to consider that a perk. Shopping and entertainment all rolled into one. <laughs> like and make a game out of it. There yeah. you go. Take your own little YouTube videos off your cell phone. That's yeah. Well, so you, you haven't made any of those sites yet, right? No, no, you, you no. Okay, <laughs> that's right. great. All right, another list. Another tip here is to keep a running grocery list. And Kathy does a great job of this. But when yeah, when you run out of anything, add it to the list. A more well-stocked pantry is better. Uh, not only the better you'll eat, but the less you'll spend. So always take your list of things with you when you go shop. Um, just as Kathy mentioned, only buy what's on the list. That's really critical. You know, if it's not on the list, you obviously don't need it. Right. And it, it really helps me when I take the time to make a weekly menu. Um, when I plan ahead, it keeps me from having to keep going back to the store for things I've forgotten and give me more exposure to all those cool things on the end caps at Walmart. Yeah, yeah that's a great one. Another one is the buy in bulk and cook in bulk. You know, as almost like everything else, you know, if you buy, the more you buy, the cheaper that you get it. Um, I read a recent example where somebody bought a 40-pound carton of bananas, <laughs> believe it or not, at a discount grocery. She only paid like six and a half bucks <clears throat> for it, though. You know, that's like 16 cents a pound versus, um, <clears throat> you know, 60 to 90 cents a pound in the regular uh, stores, so of course you don't save much if the fruit rots in your refrigerator. It's going to so, save forty pounds. Yeah, I know that's crazy. I guess they were making you know wow. banana soup or something with it. I don't know <laughs> what you do with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, uh, yeah. But if you th- if you're sure you can use it, then it makes a lot of sense. So, and also you know, cook up large batches of your favorite foods, put them away in the fridge or freezer or pantry in single meal portions. Not only will you save money because you're buying in bulk, but you'll also earn yourself quite a bit of free time. Kathy does that, and, you know, it works out great because I love being able to just pull stuff out in little packages and heat it up in the microwave. You know, it makes it very, very simple. So, yeah, try a crock pot full of soup or stew and uh, freezing it, you know, what you don't eat. Um, you'll have a quick, tasty meal that even the biggest klutz like myself and the family can't prepare for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it easy, right? It does make it easy. I like it. And the next one here on the list is making fewer shopping trips. I mean, the more often you go shopping, the more likely you're going to spend. About half of all grocery shoppers go to the store three, maybe four times a week. 
and this is probably less true of, of homesteaders who spend less time in town, but the principle still applies to make sure your shopping trip is is efficient. You know, do the planning like you talked about. Try to go there no more than once a week. That's yeah, and another item, that's a good one. Another item here on the list is cut up your own food. Don't buy prepackaged processed food. Consumer Reports points to an example of carrots where it was a dollar twenty nine a pound um, for for the the two pounds of carrots compared to seven dollars sixteen cents for the same amount of pre cut carrots. So wow. you know that's a big difference. You got to make sure you don't do that. Yeah, and uh, buying fruit as well. You know. If, fruit and vegetables, um, more in bulk, like in the bags and stuff, rather than uh, individually wrapped, like bags of onions, potatoes, apples, oranges. They're often less expensive uh, than the same items that are loose in the bin. So, you know, it's, if, you could, if, for instance, you have a fruit of the week, then maybe go ahead and buy a, a larger bag of yeah. apples or oranges or something like that. Yeah, it seems obvious, but, I mean, anything that you buy this individually wrapped portion packages – you know, be it potato chips, cookies, nuts, whatever. I mean, you only need to compare those with bulk purchases to see your the severe error of your ways. If you need individually portioned for kids' lunches or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, get reusable containers and fill them yourself. I mean, that's a big savings there. Next on the list is own a freezer or a f- extra fridge and stock up after Thanksgiving. So right now, I mean, this is obviously a large expense, you know, if you if you go out and you buy a new fridge or freezer, um, but it can be well worth your money if you use it. Um, so finding a used freezer, it, it really is not that difficult because a lot of people have those things sitting around. Right. And also that allows you to buy in bulk. Uh, so you can save a big, a lot. So, um, for example, if I buy boneless chicken breasts in a small pack at Walmart, it costs over twice as much per pound as buying the family pack. So I use some of it and freeze what I don't, save it for later in freezer bags. That's a good good one. Yeah. Equally as handy and, and probably less expensive than a freezer is a second refrigerator. Um, you know, virtually everyone owns a fridge, an uh, extra fridge, at least once in their lives. And there really are plenty of used ones out there if you go on the, the one ad. So, you know, buy one of those, stock it up with food. Um, here after Thanksgiving, if you shop between Christmas and Thanksgiving, they say that's the cheapest time of the year. You can get a lot of food very cheap and stock up your extra fridge and save a ton of money. Maybe she can come back like on a weekly basis and give us Walmart specials. I like it. You know? I like it. Like the <laughs> saving money, blue light special yeah, for, right, for right. Kathy's blue yeah. light special. Good, good segment. Walmart shopping That's extraordinaire. <laughs> All right, good topic. Well, that leads up to our break here. But if you have questions, you can email us at info at moneymd.net, or you can give us a call at Richard Young Associates at seven zero six seven three nine zero seven two five. We'll be right back after these messages in GMA News. Stay with us. Welcome back to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner, and I'm here with John Travis, who is a Dave Ramsey preferred local provider, and Gordon Leppard, who is a, a advisor at Richard Young Associates. And um, we are leading off our next segment here with the question of the week. And this question came from a, a, a actual situation. Client uh, came in this last week, and unfortunately, he was um, he was laid off. Um, it, they, they called it rift, a reduction in force, mm-hmm. and um, he had the option of buying back years of service, which would add on to his pension. And um, you know, it really comes down to a calculation. What? How much do you have to pay? 
and then how much extra pension you get. So we went through a lot of calculations, and the state of South Carolina has got a really good pension yeah, for employees. Do. He has over 20 years, and it was pretty much a no-brainer. There's going to be a huge cash outlay, but the amount of pension increase over his lifetime is, is enormous. I mean, it wasn't even close. Probably the best I've ever seen. So wow. <clears throat> you got to run through some numbers and some calculations. Yep. But you know, the other point that this kind of highlights is, um, companies are making changes all of the time. And uh, so his pension, he's going to lock it in, but a lot of pensions are being frozen. And so people that are counting on a pension in retirement, you know, in some cases they're not going to be there. I mean, they're, I would say in 20 years most companies will not have pensions, and the government may not as well. So yeah, they'll you do some planning on that. At some point they'll freeze pensions yeah. for people that are it's under 50 expensive. for most companies what they do. So, uh, yeah, and, I, you know, those calculations can be a little complicated. I mean, you really need to look at each one individually. I've seen some that weren't that great of a deal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so you need to do a present value calculation of the pension over your life expectancy. You need to look at your situation, see, you know, how liquid you are with cash. Um, so there are a lot of factors that go in that. I would suggest getting some help with that calculation. Yeah, That he, is not something easy to do. He has so. a great situation. He has um, a lot of cash, um, no debt, paid off mortgage. Right. Um, he was saying a lot of the folks that he works with are in a completely different situation. Wow. They're not going to be able to purchase the years. As good of a deal as it is, they just right. don't have the funds to do it. So he's he's set up to, to do very well on that. Yeah, okay. Well, that was a great question of the week. All right, and that leads up to our next topic here, and that is holiday traditions to basically rethink here. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, holiday traditions, they can wreck your budget. Yeah, that's right. Dave Ramsey had a good good take on this. And, you know, each year we all look forward to certain family traditions. Um, some people do a lot of baking. Some people watch um, It's a Wonderful Life. And I don't know about you guys. We, we watch Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's is a that good it? one. Yeah. yeah. That is funny. Elf. Elf? Okay. Elf. That's a good one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we've been doing that. We've also gone and get Christmas tree uh, yesterday, you know, the day after Thanksgiving and so forth. And some people travel. They have to brave the airport. Um, you know, some people have to cook for 50 people coming over, which I can't even fathom um, to, uh, to do that. But, you know, if you no longer enjoy some of these traditions, <clears throat> and in some cases you may not be able to afford them right now, it's okay to change how you celebrate. You know, you got to, you know, the holiday is about more than, and gifts and doing stuff. It's about being with the, the people that you love. So we're going to go through seven things here that you, you know, take a look at and maybe make a change. Yeah, and the first one here on the list is the annual Christmas bash. I mean, you talked about cooking for 50 people. Yeah, I mean, these can be really expensive and stressful. So if you'd rather not spend your two precious weeks in December planning and preparing for the annual Christmas open house, then don't. I mean, forget the cheese balls, the, the sherbet punch, and the meatballs, and whatever else you normally have, and just get together with a few close pals at local restaurant, you know, split the check, enjoy a simple, stress-free evening with your nearest and dearest, and, you know, let someone else handle all the cooking and cleanup. So, yeah, I mean, don't, don't do the annual bash if you don't have the budget for it and the, the desire for it. That's right. That's a good one. That's a good one. The second here is a competitive light display. And the first thing I thought about when I saw this is <clears throat> Clark Griswold, right? <laughs> yeah. And the lights up there and how he puts That's them up right. and he falls off and so forth. So That's don't crazy. let your Christmas crazy neighbors guilt you into light displays uh, worthy of Rockefeller Center. You know, if your family enjoys looking at lights, why don't you uh, pack a thermostat 
or thermos thermostat. Listen to me. Yeah, Cold outside. There you Get go. some hot chocolate. Drive around. Go take a look at lights for other people's homes. You know that's what we do. We, <coughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do. We hit it's the road. And we, we go around and you can find some. And if you really want to see lights, just put in Christmas vacation and you know look at their house. There you I mean, go. It's amazing to look at, but it's unbelievable what some people do. I just can't oh, fathom the having the time. <laughs> And the money the to do that. Electrical costs. Well, electrical costs oh and gosh. then the uh, all the lights and the ornaments and everything. It so. makes no sense to me. Yeah. Stocking stuffers. That's another one. Oh, yeah. Just, you, know, you don't like stocking on. stuffers? Well, I don't <clears throat> mind some of the stockings. Your middle name's Grinch, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Taking away Scrooge. No. Taking away stocking but, well, stuffers. Think about this. You know, you, you stuff a lot of just junk in these stockings, and then the next thing you know, you know, you're getting on to the kid for eating too much candy. Well, who put it there? Yeah, that's right. Plus you all know? the junk's laying around the house, and the Wrappers. I mean, so anyways, you know, think about the items maybe that you put in the, the stocking stuffers, and, you know, whether it be an educational item, a book, those are a couple of things that we do, you know, um... Put a, little, put a little thought into it. So yeah. what do y'all just put apples in the stockings, you know? Apples, carrots. oranges, and, and books. <laughs> Pre, pre-cut That's carrots, good. too. That's no. pre-cut. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that, man. Don't be planning on it. <laughs> the fourth one here on the list is Black Friday shopping. I mean, we all like good deals. We talked about this last week. and you know, But if your family is just going out there for sport, um, you, know, you may want to try a different approach. I mean, we talked about that last week. Have a list. Because uh, you're going to overspend if you don't, and you know if you have that much energy to burn, uh, why don't you try a family game of flag football? It's much less dangerous, except um, if you maybe. get hurt. <laughs> Ouch! So back in when I was growing up, we uh, we did that on Christmas Eve, and my uh, older brother Jay ended up getting a um, dislocated shoulder and had to go to the emergency room. So from flag football, I guess yeah. it wasn't so wasn't so non-contact, huh? It, my dad's that one actually did it. To him. Oh wow! <laughs> I definitely had some contact so, anyway, into him. I don't know if Dad's listening out there this morning, but Ouch. yeah, that was a. That was a funny moment, a Griswold moment. There you go. <laughs> the next yeah. one here is um, is uh, family portrait Christmas cards. I mean, people spend a lot of time, a lot of money on that. Um, you, you know, you can do something different. You don't have to have an expensive picture, an expensive card. Um, you know, you can send out just a, a generic card if you want. You can also have the kids maybe help you, you know, maybe create some cards to send out. So there's a there's a budget way, budget conscious way of doing that particular item. Yeah, it seems like to me you could actually do these pretty cheap. You take your own pictures, and mm-hmm. it seems like there's some some apps and some ways you can order those after your own picture, and sure. it's not that expensive. So, uh, but that's that's an interesting one. That's good. Yeah, and then next year is inflated plane tickets. Um, you know, people that want to do a lot of traveling over over the holidays, I mean, you've got to be conscious of what it costs because, I mean, instead of heading home for the holidays, why not maybe just visit the family in January or February when the prices have come down a bit? Um, you could even start a new tradition, maybe meeting your kids and your folks in a fun city between your two towns, maybe someplace you can drive. But, yeah, be careful about travel, and it can get really expensive over the holidays. Or maybe have them come to you. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's yeah. a novel idea. Well, let someone it? else pay for it, right? Yeah. So well, and then there's always the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you do you go fresh cut or do you use the one uh, that's stored away in the attic? So you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that that kind of varies from maybe family to family. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and taking the time to if you are going to do a real tree, shop it around. Mm-hmm. You know, see what's out there. 
and, and the reason I approach I know, this buy particular one after Christmas, <laughs> that'd be really. I'm, I'm sure you can Gordon. get a really good deal on it. In fact, <laughs> some of those guys might even pay you to take some of the <laughs> some of the extra, you know, off. But this is something we've been doing since the girls have been really young, and we go out to a Christmas tree farm near Mineta. And uh, the guy has very good prices. You know, we don't have to get a fancy tree, but we. But it's just a fun experience. And you know, we're talking about the drama of picking the tree. Right. It's, it's just something that we enjoy and that we do budget for, and that we keep at a right. very reasonable price. Yeah, as long as you budget for it, I think you make a good point. You can go and, and right. fit it into your budget. We go to to Reed's. Uh, every year on uh, yesterday, okay. actually the day after Thanksgiving, and we just buy the trees are like I don't know twenty five bucks or something. Yeah, um, they don't they're not live from the standpoint that they have a, a ball on the bottom of it, but it's, it has a nice smell and you know yeah. oh yeah, and so everybody has you know we're on five there. acres we just go out back and just cut down a little pine <laughs> cut tree. a little scrub pine <laughs> I could have guessed that one <laughs> like the Charlie Brown Christmas little pine tree, tree you, you know? know just like decorating the yard you don't have to bring it in no really we don't do that we just have our, uh, we keep using the same you know fake tree every year seventy five yeah. tree. Yeah, it's uh, it's gotten to be very cheap. I, I've added added it up over the Christmases, you know, broken it down, and I think we're paying maybe maybe three dollars a Christmas for it. You know, and they probably don't even have to decorate it now. Johnny's got it just wrapped up in a plastic right, bag or something. Just rolls it up. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> used to do that before we had kids. We had a little baby tree, and we kept it we kept it already decorated. We just pulled it out, brought it out, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. So if I'm you not listen a to the, if you listen to the money doctors here, you can figure out ways to save money. I mean, you know, holiday tradition guys are not about spending. And money no, I mean, gifts no. and so forth that's right and it's about spending time with people that you love and and helping people that maybe don't have as much as that you have so you know look at your traditions and and uh, there are definitely ways that you can budget differently and make some changes to um to save this holiday season so yeah good good tips there yeah and that's a great tip about remembering the spirit of the season right. while we're having christmas and thanksgiving and not uh don't get caught up in all the fanfare of uh spending a lot of money Okay, that leads up to our break, though. If you have questions, you can email us at info at moneymd.net or give us a call at Richard Young Associates at 706-739-0725. You're listening to Money MD with John and Steve. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay with us. Welcome back to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner. I'm here with John Travis, who is a Dave Ramsey preferred local provider, and Gordon Leppard, who is an advisor at Richard Young Associates. And we are um, starting a new topic here, following our break, and that is, well, first we're going to do the prescription of the week. Yeah, this prescription um, had a meeting with a client this last week, and Talking about funding a Roth IRA account, and uh, their question was: Is you know, should I set up an automatic contribution to go in monthly, or should I send in, you know, one check, you know, at the end of the year when I've saved it up? And yeah, you can do either way; it's fine. Um, what we prefer, and Dave Ramsey obviously recommends this as well, is set it up so you do it automatically, so it comes out right. of your checking account every single month. Because if you don't, uh, we see a lot of times people either forget or they can't write that check at the end of the year to fund that's, it. That's so, the problem. People just don't do it. I mean, if it's not automatic, people will not write the check. Or like you said, something comes up, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden you don't have the funds. 
So set it up automatically. Just make it a part of your budget. Yeah, if you once you really? do it, you kind of you know you get used you to the, used to the it. lower That's income, right. and and uh, you're paying yourself, which is you know you, you look at your budget and so forth. You know, giving has to be up at the top. Taxes are obviously up there, and then paying yourself in that process has to be a, a high priority. It it just does, and. That's the easiest way to do it. So yeah. set them up electronically. Good prescription of the week. I like it. All right. And that leads up to our final topic here, and that is the hidden fees of Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner, the yeah, holiday you know, dinners. They can, you mean uh, it's not free? I mean, well, not in most cases. <laughs> when I go to my Aunt you know? Carol's, it is free, man. I don't pay a single dime. Well, I do have to drive there. Okay. Uh, so that's so a while. Cost you some gas. And we do take some stuff. We kind of follow your, your lead here, and we actually do, do kind of a... You ever have... Kind of a... Uh, we do a potluck. Pot kind of you ever yeah. have drifters coming in your house just looking just for food? Just drifting in. We, yeah. well, well, like I said, you know, we were going to talk about traditions, and yeah, we do have like twenty-two people that come to our house between things between right yeah. the week of Christmas and uh, that, that's expensive. It can't it, be. It is I'm sure quite, with Kathy's. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Her parents chip in quite a bit though, yeah, to help good. out that. So, well. A um, young lady with Yahoo Finance decided she wanted to kind of break down the holiday meal and see exactly what it cost uh, to feed, you know, uh, a group during that time. So she she set out on a journey um, to, you know, do some shopping, do some cooking, and and put put a hand to it. So what do you, what do you guys think it might cost to um, to feed the average person? The average um, person for you know Christmas or Thanksgiving meal, holiday meal. What do you think? Ouch! I'd say five bucks a head. Yeah, I would say, I'd say seven to eight. All right. Well, I, th- I think both of you guys are pretty much in the ballpark. So let's take a look and see what she said and uh, what what the research shows us. So uh, this year, the American Farm Bureau Federation says it will cost almost five dollars. Per person, Steve. Ouch, there you yeah. go. Yeah, um, I did not even read that. I swear I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, um, it'll it'll cost them $5 a person. Depends on now, where you shop. that, and I don't think they included the, uh, the drinks. In okay. There. So, you know, if you're drinking water, they're right on. If you're yeah. drinking sweet tea, then maybe add a nickel to that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but they said it'll cost roughly $5 per person to feed someone uh, a holiday meal. And and to have leftovers for seconds, you know. Um, so ever the skeptic, she it's decided. Yeah, she decided that she wanted to do the experiment. And so she went out and uh, she started uh, doing some matching uh, at some local grocery stores. And you know, she figured out that it actually cost her uh, a little more than fifty bucks for her particular project that she was doing. And um, you know. <laughs> And that's she spent over fifty bucks last year on just two items that she was preparing. So you know, when when she decided to to do the whole um, meal, meal yeah. she really had to focus in a little bit of planning. There you go. There was planning, just like um, Kathy was talking about here earlier. So um, this time around, she um, she spent almost sixty bucks, and so it was it was closer to eight bucks. So you know, both of you guys, like I said, were very much in the ballpark there. Uh, she was surprised to find uh, that the items on their list were only slightly more expensive at her local grocery store than uh, at some of the um, others. Because she lived when she did this project, she actually lived in New York. Yeah, and so you know, comparing yeah. prices in downtown Manhattan, yes, exactly. So, you know, she was looking at some inflated prices, but you know, some items really outweighed, uh, 
you know, others in certain categories, such as, uh, and she, well, first of all, she didn't use coupons. She just bought everything straight up. And then uh, she, she got a deal on uh, sweet potatoes um, at her local grocery store for like 50 cent per pound. Buying in the bulk, you know, like there you, you were go. talking about. Just like we said. Steve. I like and, it. And then uh, compared to a dollar nineteen, you know, I think maybe separately at another grocery store. So, you know, she she was following some of the tips that you were laying out there uh, throughout this process. So um, the AFBF, which was the American Farm Bureau Federation, it wasn't really a scientific study, but what they did was they gathered 179 volunteer shoppers uh in 35 different states and um they they gave them a list they put together you know some staple items and said hey you know i want you guys to go out and purchase these and tell us what you come back with what what, what do you think some of those uh items might have been on the turkey on the list okay we've got turkey <laughs> turkey stuffing <clears throat> sweet potatoes okay, sweet potatoes, potatoes. yeah stuffing okay. yeah well have, you know a number of different things cranberry from, sauce there you go uh turkeys Sweet potatoes, pumpkin pies, uh, dinner rolls, veggies, pie crust, cranberries, like you mentioned, uh, milk, whipped cream, and other miscellaneous items such as sugar, butter, flour, and eggs. So, you know, they put the, put together kind of the, the staple list there that, that you'll find in most, uh, most Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners. So... Uh, it's the kind of list that, you know, you'll probably find in the 1980s and 90s, but guess what? Things have changed, too. Mm-hmm. You know, those no those doubt. lists have changed. Uh, sometimes people are going for a little more healthy approach, we, you know, about we actually, things. We actually grilled ribs for Thanksgiving. You grow ribs. Grilled. Grill. Grilled. You grow them. And well, so, like, Ooh, so what, time are, plants. what time are we eating, John? <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> that sounds great. My, my dad does that, too. And, in fact, when, yeah. we, when we go to North Carolina, uh, they they do what they call a pig picking. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Talk you know, to they, me. They, they, they do the entire uh, half of a hog. It is oh, amazing. Man, we eat off that thing for about three or four days. Uh, but, you know... Um, so there, there's definitely you know a number of different items and the way that the the list has changed, um, but you know no matter where you're shopping for this holiday dinner, uh, there's a few things that that you can do to save. You know. Yeah, there's a few tips here, and no matter what you did for Thanksgiving this year, I mean there are tips you can you do for Christmas dinner and for Thanksgiving next year and for holidays. And the first one here on the list is to make it a potluck. Um, which is exactly what we did for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We do it every year. We went to my Aunt Carol's house in Florence, and we all kind of bring our own stuff. And, you know, I think they do have some order of what you're supposed to bring. By the way, don't you love those potlucks whenever they tell you, hey, you know, you bring the steaks and I'll bring the potatoes? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that's kind of right. There's, there's a big difference I've there sometimes, the isn't there? Right. Yeah, right, right. I mean, it needs to be, or I'll bring the salad. You bring, of course, salad could be expensive. You're buying a lot of fresh vegetables to put in there. Or the but, ice. Yeah, there you go. I'll bring the ice, you know. I'll bring the drinks, yeah, the, the water. But, uh, no, I mean, that's that's what we do, and I, I highly encourage anyone to do that. I mean, that's a great way to do it. It makes it stress-free, and it saves a lot of money in general, you know, a lot of sanity, not trying to do it all yourself and pay for it. So Absolutely. That's a big one. And as we said earlier, make sure you're shopping at the right stores like Walmart. Um, you know, they automatically price check items, and they give you the gift card if you have the app, as we talked about. You know, if you scan your receipt. I mean, you could save a ton just shopping at the right stores and not trying to buy the, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the display stuff at, at Publix or someplace like that. Yeah, that's right. And another one here that kind of fits in that a little bit is see if the store matches prices. When you're in Publix or Kroger or wherever, you have a um, competitor's ad, and you've got to show them the advertisement. But It, it never hurts to ask. Yeah, and most of the time they'll, they'll match it. So certainly, you know, we've given some good tips on, on how to shop for this. Um, the last one here is to opt for a... Uh, a frozen turkey. I mean, it's going to be less expensive. <laughs> it certainly takes a little while to thaw it out, so you got to do some prep and some planning on that. But, um, you know, there, there are ways to save. Um, and we talked about food cost is enormous. And this is this can be a very big expense if you don't do it the right way. Yeah, and, and remember, these are some tips from from Mandy. I, I'm not going to say I would necessarily do the, the frozen turkey myself, but, you know, that's just um, that's something that she, she tossed out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are those are great tips, and um, you know I think it is important. I mean, it can be an expensive uh, proposition, you know, cooking for fifty people or twenty people like we have between mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, yeah. between Christmas, between the uh, between the drifters. Holidays. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you get twenty two people in your house, and they can eat you out of house and home. Yeah. I promise you. It's time to go to work. You never have any leftovers; they just evaporate. I mean, so. <laughs> A lot of you know, food. you got to plan for that, and got to make sure you shop right, and you you take these tips to heart, and um, you know, save a lot of money. Groceries are expensive; they are, they are. So, all right, well, that brings us up to a close of this week's edition of Money MD with John, Steve, and Gordon. Tune in next Saturday from nine to ten a.m. to hear more prescriptions for your financial health, and do check us on our website, MoneyMD.net, where you can email us your questions there, and you can download our podcast there every week. And um, Or you can give us a call, too, at Richard Young Associates at 706-739-0725. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Go Carolines. Go Tigers. Go Dogs. Spend some confusion. Material on this program is intended for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. None of the information contained in this broadcast is intended by the host to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Endorsed local provider is an endorsement of customer service only and does not reflect quality of investment decisions and is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor, security sold through Independent Financial Group, LLC, member of FINRA and SIPC.